Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to NAVWIC Talks. I am Jada Williams, your national NAVWIC Blog Talk Chair, and as always, it gives me great pleasure to be able to come on the air and join you every Wednesday morning. Listen, I have to ask you, just like the commercial said, to like, follow, and share on all your different social media platforms that you are hanging out with NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. And, yes, head over to our website at www.nabwic.org and engage with us. Or you can just hit that Join Now button and get your red shirt. Listen, we are the voice of black women in construction. And that's not women in construction, but we are the voice in construction. We have an amazing packed show for you this morning. In the studio this morning with me, we have no other than Anne McNeil, the master builder herself. Jackie Perry of JP and Associates, and our amazing guest that we are going to introduce here in a few. Good morning, Miss Ann. How are you? Jada, I tell you, every time, if I were any better, Jada, I would be you. And as always, it's so exciting to be a part of this phenomenal conversation. And, of course, I'm especially excited today because we are talking with groundbreaking women in construction themselves, Jan mm-hmm. Tuckman and the attorney, Miss Mindy Gentile. And so as we talk about the upcoming activities that they're planning and that we are a part of, it's going to be a phenomenal conversation for all women and also some men that's interested having a groundbreaking conversation. So we also want to thank the sponsors who are supporting uh, this event. We also want to thank ENR for their involvement and support. And this is just an awesome time, Jada, for all women in construction all over the world because now is the time to end this industry in every single area. And an area we talk about 
very little, and that's the area of professional services in terms of the CPAs, the attorneys, the bond money, and all of these different areas that many women are in that impacts this construction industry, especially when you start talking about uh, public-private partnerships and so many other areas. So I'm excited to be a part of this show, Jada, and as always, I am very excited to get this party started. So we're ready. (laughs) Yes, indeed. We are ready to get this party started because next week there is a big conference going on. If you have not heard about it, listen, as always, you get to hear about it on NAVWIC Talks. We are bringing you a special show to get ahead and make sure we are getting you the information. So GWIC's National 2021 Conference is coming up this May 4th through the 6th. So we will take a quick commercial break, and while we're on that commercial break, go grab, of course, you already know what I'm going to say for all of our regular listeners, go grab your notebooks and pens so you can get ready to take notes about the groundbreaking Women in Construction big conference that's coming up, learning more about GWIC and how NAVWIC and GWIC, what? How NAVWIC and GWIC are working together. Yes, indeed. We will hear more after this quick commercial break. Hi, I'm Vicki Antonio. I'm part of the South Florida chapter of the National Association of Black Women in Construction, and we are excited to celebrate Women in Construction. What I'm most proud of about being a part of this organization is that we are a conglomerate of women who are doing great things to expand not only ourselves, but our local communities and beyond. Why it's important to support this organization is because, you know the saying, is that when you support a woman, you support a nation. So my name is Vicki Antonio. Please join us to celebrate Women in Construction. Yes, indeed. When you support a woman, you support a nation. Good morning and welcome back to the show. In the studio this morning, we have no other than the Miss Jan Tuckman, who leads the editorial team creating content for the Engineering News Record Enterprise online, in print, and at live events. She is active in many construction organizations and has developed a broad network of industry sources who help keep ENR on top of the latest trends and innovations. We also have in the studio no other than the Miss Mindy Dental, who is a partner in TNA Construction Dispute Resolution and Commercial Litigation and served as chair of the firm's Diversity and Inclusion Committee. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, ladies? I'm very well, thank you. Very glad to be here. Good morning, Jada. This is Mindy, and I am thrilled to be here. Thank you for having Jan and me on your program this morning. Of course, of course. Listen, I'm so excited to hear from you ladies today because both of your backgrounds are amazing on its own, and then you have this amazing organization that you guys have this big event coming up. 
So let's get this party started. As Ms. Ann has already said, first of all, just tell us a little bit about yourself individually so our audience and our members can get to get, get to know you ladies and why we say you guys are rock stars and heavy hitters <laughs> in your own lane. Okay, I guess I'll dive in first. Um, I I have a story. My story is one that I think I share with a lot of women that I have talked to who end up in the construction industry, and that is that they have a family member who had some connection with construction. In my case, it was that my father was an architect, and it also in common with a lot of other women I've talked to, their father, brother, whatever, uncle, took them to construction sites when they were a little girl, and that's what happened to me, and I got a chance to sort of see the excitement of a construction site, and I, it didn't leave me. Now, he didn't encourage me to become an architect because I couldn't draw. He thought architects should be able to draw. And However, the thing I was good at was writing. So what could I do? I could write about architecture. So I studied journalism and architecture, and I ended up getting a job at Engineering News Record, uh, which writes about buildings. There were only two magazines in my house growing up, by the way, uh, Architectural Record, that regularly in my house, an occasional, you know, uh, family circle that my mother would bring home from the store. But uh, there was Architectural Record and Engineering News Record. So it was a magazine that I knew about, and when I was graduating college, I applied <laughs> And over some, some time, some back and forth, but I ended up getting a job and moving to New York. And I have just been there my whole, I'm one of those unusual people who these days, particularly unusual, who has really mainly, I worked for one small newspaper in Colorado, but mainly just got the job, came to New York, worked for Engineering News Record and, and, and got those promotions. I was the young woman who, did get the promotions and you know if i was getting promoted i was staying and so i've done so many different jobs over the course of many years at enr like to you know technical buildings editor got to write about buildings even though and architecture um buildings editor i've worked in the energy space i uh a team of technical editors uh, it was managing editor, executive. I've had all kinds of jobs there, but still at the same magazine. Um, and by the way, if, for anyone who's not familiar with Engineering News Record, we, we cover the whole construction industry. You know, this will be become relevant when you when you hear more about groundbreaking women in construction. You know, it's it's all different markets. It's all different professions. It's architects, engineers, contractors, owners. It's uh, it's power plants. It's everything. And in uh, 2001, I became, was made um, editor-in-chief, and that has been my job since. And I've just watched the whole change in technology, both in construction and in journalism. So together, wow, have things changed over the course of my career. So I'll throw it over to Mindy. Thank you, Jan. So my trajectory in my career has been a little different than Jan's. Uh, unlike Jan, I did not have anyone in my family, nor do I think that I even personally knew anyone who was a lawyer in my formative years. My background, uh, once I completed my high school and went to college, is in, in uh, education and psychology. Once I finished my master's degree, I almost went back to get my doctorate in education, and I found myself taking a right turn 
and went to law school. So uh, once I finished my uh, law school, my first job at a large law firm here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, I was practicing for about a year or so, and the firm came to me one day and said, Mindy, we would like you to work with a partner who focuses his practice in construction law. I have to tell you, I had never thought about practicing in the area of construction law, nor did I have any background specifically in construction or architecture or engineering, but I agreed to give it a try. Uh, they said, let's give it six months and see how it goes. About three months later, I went to the partner I was working with and said, um, I'm all in. This, this is where I belong. So from that moment forward, I have been practicing almost 100% of my practice in the area of construction law. I've never looked back. I absolutely love my practice. I love my clients working uh, primarily with uh, contractors and construction managers, but I have worked over the years with architects, engineers, those who we would typically call subcontractors, trade contractors, owners and developers. And I just find this industry incredibly interesting. Interesting, And uh, I find the people that I work with in the industry to be interesting and good people. Uh, we spend so much of our time working so I am blessed to be able to have a career that I enjoy and uh, that I get to work with people who I enjoy. One of my responsibilities uh, at the firm uh, where I am a partner in their Miami office, uh, I am also the chair of the Diversity and Inclusion Committee. And I have found that, I was going to say assignment, it's almost a mission uh, for me to be incredibly rewarding. Uh, as the DNI chairperson, I am responsible for bringing DNI programs to the firm and more importantly for enriching and deepening uh, the culture at PNA to enhance the careers of our attorneys and to uh, bring further diversity not only to my profession in, in the legal profession where I spend my life in the construction industry, but also to deepen and broaden diversity and inclusion throughout the construction industry. And Data, before I turn it back to you, I have to say to you that fairly new uh, to knowing about um, NABIC, and I have, since I've become aware, gone back to listen to so many of your podcasts. And I have to tell you, you all are doing just a fantastic job in in uh, promoting black women in construction. Your podcasts and your library are exceptionally interesting and thought-provoking. So I wanted to give a personal thank you to you and uh, to Ms. Ann and, and all, all of those who work with you for, <laughs> for bringing your organization and your podcast to black women in construction and to all of us in construction. Thank you for that. Hey, she wasn't sticking to the question. I didn't get a chance to say the same thing. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. I I was on your website today, to, you know, poking around, and it's very impressive. I'm so glad to be doing this and getting better acquainted with, how do you all say it, NAB, NABWIC? Yes, NABWIC. 
And, yes, like you said, guys, you can always go back and listen to the shows. They are archived. And if you just have me smiling from ear to ear and letting us know and reconfirming that the Blog Talk Committee and the marketing team at NAVWIC, we are doing our job in bringing resourceful information to the community and to individuals and the professional and, and entrepreneurial spaces. Wow. Well, you guys gave so much information just in your backgrounds alone, and you can hear the passion. Well, at least I heard the passion from both of you when you were telling a little bit about yourselves in your own words. And I have to say the journey to where you are now has been amazing. So I don't even want to ask, like, why are you women um, that are activists in the writing and engineering space? Because you guys just gave us such a great explanation of that. And we can just get right into it because what is GWIC, what is the groundbreaking women in construction all about? What does this mean? Well, I did mention earlier that uh, it was uh, a conference that came out of Picard Abramson, and they came, they, they did it regionally mm-hmm. in California um, and then brought it to Engineering News Record because we were event producers and we've been collaborating on it since. And it is, uh, the idea is to provide a forum for women in construction of all, of all sectors. This is what I was saying. Like Engineering News Record covers all the different sectors of construction and all the different professions that are involved in the industry, groundbreaking women in construction is for the whole women, whole, the whole, uh, broad spectrum of women in the industry. So we are looking for, um, you know, architects, engineers, contractors, owners, specialty contractors, and we're looking to try to help women, again, in all the different professions, advance in their careers. Um, And uh, it's just, you know, it's been a terrific experience. Yes, it sounds like. And also speaking to our, our women in the trade, so NAVWIC members, I know that you guys are listening in and going to be looking um, up this information. So um, how long has the GWIC conference been going on? Well, Jaden, I would love to speak to that for a minute. Um, it has been going on now for I think this is our 18th year. And so let me take you back to the early 2000s. And my law partner, Bob Picar, who is the founding partner of our firm, Picar and Abramson, uh, along with a couple of our female attorneys in our San Francisco office, uh, started talking about, and, and Bob and I furthered those discussions about uh, the the so the women in construction and in construction law, in construction law, we live in the construction industry day to day. We needed a platform to celebrate women who had succeeded in the industry and to, to motivate other women to join the industry. 
from those conversations, we had our first GWIT conference in San Francisco in the magnificent ballroom designed by the, uh, the renowned architect Julia Hunt Morgan in 2004. At that conference, Jada, we had just about 150 women registered for the conference. And we featured speakers at that conference to talk about uh, the experiences of, of women who have been in the industry and the challenges that they face. Once we finished that first GWIC conference, we, we just started a groundswell. And year after year, we found that our audiences were getting larger and larger. So about the year 2012, uh, we reached out to ENR, who, as you know, is, is a leader in the construction industry for, for their magazines and their programs and, and bringing knowledge to the industry. And we were very lucky that uh, we were able to form a partnership with ENR. And since Jan and I have been uh, co-moderating the conferences year after year, and I have to tell you, last year, because of our circumstances with COVID, it was the first year that we were not able to hold our GWIC conference uh, in person. It was an all-virtual conference last year, but I am really excited, and I know Jan is excited for me to say that we had well over 1,000 attendees at our conference last year. Uh, Jan and I enjoyed doing this uh, year, year after year together, and I think last year, in addition to just having the different platform that we had virtually and being incredibly pleased with how the conference turned out, uh, we were really, really excited for the number of women that we had uh, at the conference. And I have to correct myself. I said the number of women, but we'll be talking a bit more about how our attendees at our GWIP conference have expanded, not only in number, but in diversity. So when I say women attendees, that's not entirely correct because I have to tell you, we have women attendees of all diverse groups and our, our attendees who are men are increasing in numbers every year as well. So that's a bit of the history of how GWIP came to be. Perfect. Yes, indeed. This, this is the 18th year, and what an amazing transition from just starting with 150 attendees to over 1,000 attendees. Um, of course, um, also maximizing the virtual um, experience that everyone can take part of um, these days is so amazing. Um, so what can participants expect, Jan? Because it sounds like you guys are getting bigger and bigger and better and better each year that you guys do this. Yes, and, and it's not, of course, what's making us get bigger is the content. And I think that one of our, uh, one of our, uh, well, let me just tell you some of the kinds of content that we have on the program this year, um, as well as, uh, so this, first of all, of course, I should mention the, the panel view from the top, how women industry chiefs are managing for growth and success. 
because your very own Anne McNeil is going to be one of the speakers. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's, uh, al- along with Christina Swallow, the director of, from the Nevada Department of Transportation, and Susan Engel, North American CER, uh, CEO of ERM. So you know Anne well. And uh, I think that's going to be an incredible um, session. We're having a session on building an inclusive workplace. We're having a session on networking for success, what social media tells us about the rise of women construction executives. And um, so we've, we've gone for content that, um, you know, soft skills as well as we've had projects described, like we had the, the chief of aviation of the city of Chicago came and talked, talked about the $7 billion airport project one year. We've had... Um, we've had panels about about mentorship, panels about about the difference between mentors and champions, and how you need both. We've had a lots of exploration of pay equity, and um, I don't I don't know, Mindy, can you think of some other some other of the great topics? Jan, there, there's just so many. We we could go <laughs> on and on with them. yes. Um, we we've, we've oh, had technology. Super- Yes, thank you, thank you. Technology, including artificial intelligence uh, and other technology used in the industry. Yes, it sounds like there's more than enough available for everyone to participate in whatever your trade or interest in, and it does sound like you guys have some great content going on. So um, you definitely answered that question on what you can expect um, by attending the GWIT conference. So we're going to just take a quick commercial break and come back with more discussion on how GWIC explores diversity in the industry with Ms. Jan Tuckman and Ms. Mindy Gentile. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. And ABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Yes, and we are back this morning having a special conversation with the women from Groundbreaking Women in Construction, yes, GWIC, and we are discussing their big event that's coming up, their conference that is full of amazing content, so I hope that now that you've returned from this quick commercial break that you were able to jot down um, all of the notes that they are sharing
Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to NAPWIC Talks. I am Jada Williams, your national NAPWIC Talk blog talk chair, and of course, it always gives me great excitement to be in the studio every Wednesday morning with you. And like our commercial usually always says, hey, go to all of your different social media feeds, yes, and say that you are hanging out with NABWIC, the National Association of Women in Black Women in Construction, or just head over to our website at www.napwick.org. Listen, I am getting tongue-tied in the studio already this morning because it is such an exciting Wednesday. Yes, our very own, the master builder, Anne McNeil herself, our national founder of NAPWIC, spoke yesterday at the GWIC conference. And if you missed it, oh my gosh, you can always go back and listen in. But this morning, we do have an amazing packed show. And in the studio, as always, we have the master builder herself, Miss Ursula Odom of Solar 2 and Jackie Perry of JP and Associates. Good morning, Miss Ann. How are you? Jada, I tell you, every week is our any better I would be you and again being associated with the groundbreaking women in construction associated with ENR has just been a phenomenal partnership on behalf of our two organizations the National Association of Black Women in Construction and GWIC is phenomenal. And so thank you for mentioning the presentation that was held yesterday. There's another one today and also tomorrow. So we want to encourage all of our listeners to please join us by going to ENR and you can go to the Groundbreaking Women in Construction. You can just Google it and participate. Phenomenal presenters, sponsors, and panels. And Jada, I tell you, looking forward toward women in construction, we are changing the world. And so today we're going to listen to Jan and uh, Melinda as they share the foundation of this phenomenal idea, how it came about, and also where it's going. And so on behalf of NABWIC and all of our members, sponsors, and uh, partners, I'm just very excited again to have presented, but also to be participating again today in the Q&A. And as I was sharing before this show started today, uh, that as a result of being on that program, my LinkedIn has been blowing up because people from all over the world have been engaging, and it just continues to show us the power of women in construction. So I tell you this every week, Jada, let's get this party started. (laughs) Yes, indeed. And listen, you know we like to say to support a woman is to support a nation. And to go over some quick nap with business before we get rocking and rolling and carried away over here, just giving you a couple of extra minutes to go grab your notebooks and pens, because like Ms. Ann said, you are going to come across some absolutely amazing information in this morning's show, and hopefully you can drop in on some of the 
conference that is going on today. But in NABWIC business, NABWIC world, we do have our national NABWIC billion-dollar luncheon in aviation opportunities coming up in June. So, yes, we always love our second Wednesdays of the month. So please, please, please head over to our website and or we always do everything on Eventbrite. You can find us on Eventbrite. Go ahead and register. And you can also become a sponsor and or advertise. Yes, you can advertise your business at our events. Become a strategic partner of the National Association of Black Women in Construction and or simply advertise on this platform here. Listen, there's so much going on in NAPWIC world. We have our educational trainings. Those are member benefits. So, yes, you do want to head over to our website and join. Get your red shirt. We also have our strategic planning meeting that is coming up. Yes, this summer, and you don't want to miss that as well. That is also during my birthday week, so you know it's going to be amazing. We are heading to Texas. Yes, Texas this year for our annual strategic meetings, and then we're going to come back and follow that up in January with our big national annual meeting. I know it's not June yet, and I'm speaking of January, but these months pass so fast, and we are so busy and nab-wick. So just putting the information out there and giving you the resources that you asked us for. Hey, we are the National Association of Black Women in Construction and the Voice bringing you the information that has been requested. So I'm going to put a lid on it and move on forward to our next part of the show. Like Ms. Ann said, let's get this party started and let the um, radio, the recording, go ahead and play after this quick commercial break. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. NABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members.
Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to NAPWIC Talks. I am Jada Williams, your national NAPWIC blog talk chair. And as always, it gives me great pleasure to be able to come on the air and join you every Wednesday morning. Listen, I have to ask you, just like the commercial said, to like, follow, and share on all your different social media platforms that you are hanging out with NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. And, yes, head over to our website at www.nabwic.org and engage with us. Or you can just hit that Join Now button and get your red shirt. Listen, we are the voice of black women in construction. And that's not women in construction, but we are the voice in construction. We have an amazing packed show for you this morning. In the studio this morning with me, we have no other than Ann McNeil, the master builder herself. Jackie Perry of JP and Associates, and our amazing guest that we are going to introduce here in a few. Good morning, Miss Ann. How are you? Jada, I tell you, every time, if I were any better, Jada, I would be you. And as always, it's so exciting to be a part of this phenomenal conversation. And, of course, I'm especially excited today because we are talking with groundbreaking women in construction themselves, Jan mm-hmm. Tuckman and the attorney, Ms. Mindy Gentile. And so as we talk about the upcoming activities that they're planning and that we are a part of, it's going to be a phenomenal conversation for all women and also some men that's interested having a groundbreaking conversation. So we also want to thank the sponsors who are supporting uh, this event. We also want to thank ENR for their involvement and support. And this is just an awesome time, Jada, for all women in construction all over the world because now is the time to create that pipeline in this industry in every single area, in an area we talk about very little, and that's the area of professional services in terms of the CPAs, the attorneys, the bond money, and all of these different areas that many women are in that impacts this construction industry, especially when you start talking about uh, public-private partnerships and so many other areas 
So I'm excited to be a part of this show, Jada, and as always, I am very excited to get this party started. So we're ready. (laughs) Yes, indeed. We are ready to get this party started because next week there is a big conference going on. If you have not heard about it, listen, as always, you get to hear about it on NAVWIC Talks. We are bringing you a special show to get ahead and make sure we are getting you the information. So GWIC's National 2021 Conference is coming up this May 4th through the 6th. So we will take a quick commercial break, and while we're on that commercial break, go grab, of course, you already know what I'm going to say for all of our regular listeners, go grab your notebooks and pens so you can get ready to take notes about the groundbreaking Women in Construction big conference that's coming up, learning more about GWIC and how NAVWIC and GWIC, what? How NAVWIC and GWIC are working together. Yes, indeed. We will hear more after this quick commercial break. Hi, I'm Vicki Antonio. I'm part of the South Florida chapter of the National Association of Black Women in Construction, and we are excited to celebrate Women in Construction. What I'm most proud of about being a part of this organization is that we are a conglomerate of women who are doing great things to expand not only ourselves, but our local communities and beyond. Why it's important to support this organization is because, you know the saying, is that when you support a woman, you support a nation. So my name is Vicki Antonio. Please join us to celebrate Women in Construction. Yes, indeed. When you support a woman, you support a nation. Good morning and welcome back to the show. In the studio this morning, we have no other than the Miss Jan Tuckman, who leads the editorial team creating content for the Engineering News Record Enterprise online, in print, and at live events. She is active in many construction organizations and has developed a broad network of industry sources who help keep ENR on top of the latest trends and innovations. We also have in the studio no other than the Miss Mindy Dental, who is a partner in PNA Construction Dispute Resolution and Commercial Litigation and served as chair of the firm's Diversity and Inclusion Committee. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, ladies? I'm very well, thank you. Very glad to be here. Good morning, Jada. This is Mindy, and I am thrilled to be here. Thank you for having Jan and me on your program this morning. Of course, of course. Listen, I'm so excited to hear from you ladies today because both of your backgrounds are amazing on its own, and then you have this amazing organization that you guys have this big event coming up. So let's get this party started. As Ms. Ann has already said, first of all, just tell us a little bit about your individually so our audience and our members can get to get, get to know you ladies and why we say you guys are rock stars and heavy hitters <laughs> in your own lane. Okay, I guess I'll dive in first. 
um, I I have a story. My story is one that I think I share with a lot of women that I have talked to who end up in the construction industry, and that is that they have a family member who had some connection with construction. In my case, it was that my father was an architect, and it also in common with a lot of other women I've talked to, their father, brother, whatever, uncle, took them to construction sites when they were a little girl. And that's what happened to me, and I got a chance to sort of see the excitement of a construction site, and I, it didn't leave me. Now, he didn't encourage me to become an architect because I couldn't draw. He thought architects should be able to draw. And However, the thing I was good at was writing. So what could I do? I could write about architecture. So I studied journalism and architecture, and I ended up getting a job at Engineering News Record. Uh, which writes about buildings. There were only two magazines in my house growing up, by the way, uh, Architectural Record, that regularly in my house, an occasional, you know, uh, family circle that my mother would bring home from the store. But uh, there was Architectural Record and Engineering News Record. So it was a magazine that I knew about, and when I was graduating college, I applied and over some, some time, some back and forth, but I ended up getting a job and moving to New York, and I have just been there. My, I'm one of those unusual people who these days, particularly unusual, who has really mainly, I worked for one small newspaper in Colorado, but mainly just got the job, came to New York, worked for Engineering News Record, and, and, and got those promotions. I was the young woman who did get the promotions, and, you know, stay, if I was getting promoted, I was staying. And so I've done so many different jobs over the course of many years at ENR, like to, you know, technical buildings editor, got to write about buildings even though, and architecture. Um, buildings editor, I've worked in the energy space. I, uh, I team of technical editors. Uh, it was managing editor, executive. I've had all kinds of jobs there, but still at the same magazine. Um, and by the way, if, for anyone who's not familiar with Engineering News Record, we, we cover the whole construction industry. You know, this will be, become relevant when you, when you hear more about groundbreaking women in construction. You know, it's, it's all different markets. It's all different professions. It's architects, engineers, contractors, owners. It's, uh, it's power plants. It's everything. And in uh, 2001, I became, was made um, editor-in-chief, and that has been my job since. And I've just watched the whole change in technology, both in construction and in journalism. So together, wow, have things changed over the course of my career. So I'll throw it over to Mindy. Thank you, Jan. So my trajectory in my career has been a little different than Jan's. Uh, unlike Jan, I did not have anyone in my family, nor do I think that I even personally knew anyone who was a lawyer in my formative years. My background, uh, once I completed my high school and went to college, is in, in uh, education and psychology. Once I finished my master's degree, I almost went back to get my doctorate in education, and I found myself taking a right turn and went to law school. So uh, once I finished my uh, law school, my first job at a large law firm here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, I was practicing for about a year or so, and the firm came to me one day and said, Mindy, we would like you to work with a partner who focuses his practice in construction law. 
I have to tell you, I had never thought about practicing in the area of construction law, nor did I have any background specifically in construction or architecture or engineering, but I agreed to give it a try. Uh, they said, let's give it six months and see how it goes. About three months later, I went to the partner I was working with and said, um, I'm all in. This, this is where I belong. So from that moment forward, I have been practicing almost 100% of my practice in the area of construction law. I've never looked back. I absolutely love my practice. I love my clients working uh, primarily with uh, contractors and construction managers, but I have worked over the years with architects, engineers, those who we would typically call subcontractors, trade contractors, owners and developers. And I just find this industry incredibly interesting. Interesting, And uh, I find the people that I work with in the industry to be interesting and good people. Uh, we spend so much of our time working so I am blessed to be able to have a career that I enjoy and uh, that I get to work with people who I enjoy. One of my responsibilities uh, at the firm uh, where I am a partner in their Miami office, uh, I am also the chair of the Diversity and Inclusion Committee. And I have found that, I was going to say assignment, it's almost a mission uh, for me to be incredibly rewarding. Uh, as the DNI chairperson, I am responsible for bringing DNI programs to the firm and more importantly for enriching and deepening uh, the culture at PNA to enhance the careers of our attorneys and to uh, bring further diversity not only to my profession in, in the legal profession where I spend my life in the construction industry, but also to deepen and broaden diversity and inclusion throughout the construction industry. And Data, before I turn it back to you, I have to say to you that fairly new uh, to knowing about um, NABIC, and I have, since I've become aware, gone back to listen to so many of your podcasts. And I have to tell you, you all are doing just a fantastic job in in uh, promoting black women in construction. Your podcasts and your library are exceptionally interesting and thought-provoking. So I wanted to give a personal thank you to you and uh, to Ms. Ann and, and all of those who work with you for, <laughs> for bringing your organization and your podcast to black women in construction and to all of us in construction. Thank you for that. Hey, she wasn't sticking to the question. I didn't get a chance to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dan. I I was on your website today, to, you know, poking around, and it's very impressive. I'm so glad to be doing this and getting better acquainted with, how do you all say it, NAB, NABWIC? Yes, NABWIC. And, yes, like you said, guys, you can always go back and listen to the shows. They are archived. And if you just have me smiling from ear to ear and letting us know and reconfirming that the Law Talk Committee and the marketing team at NAVWIC, we are doing our job in bringing resourceful information to the community and to individuals and the professional and, and entrepreneurial spaces. 
Wow. Well, you guys gave so much information just in your backgrounds alone, and you can hear the passion. Well, at least I heard the passion from both of you when you were telling a little bit about yourselves in your own words, and I have to say the journey to where you are now has been amazing. So I don't even want to ask, like, why are you women um, that are activists in the writing and engineering space? Because you guys just gave us such a great explanation of that, and we can just get right into it because what is GWIC, what is the groundbreaking women in construction all about? What does this mean? Well, I did mention earlier that uh, it was uh, a conference that came out of Picard and Abramson, and they came, they, they did it regionally mm-hmm. in California um, and then brought it to Engineering News Record because we were event producers and we've been collaborating on it since. And it is, uh, the idea is to provide a forum for women in construction of all, of all sectors. This is what I was saying. Like engineering new, news record covers all the different sectors of construction and all the different professions that are involved in the industry. Groundbreaking women in construction is for the whole women, whole, the whole, uh, broad spectrum of women in the industry. So we are looking for, um, you know, architects, engineers, contractors, owners, specialty contractors, and we're looking to try to help women, again, in all the different professions, advance in their careers. Um, And uh, it's just, you know, it's been a terrific experience. Yes, it sounds like, and also speaking to our our women in the trade, so NAVWIC members, I know that you guys are listening in and going to be looking um, up this information. So um, how long has the GWIC conference been going on? Well, Jaden, I would love to speak to that for a minute. Um, It has been going on now for think this is our 18th year. And so let me take you back to the early 2000s. And my law partner, Bob Picard, who is the founding partner of our firm, Picard and Abramson, uh, along with a couple of our female attorneys in our San Francisco office, uh, started talking about, and, and Bob and I furthered those discussions about uh, the the So the women in construction and in construction law, in construction law, we live in the construction industry day to day, uh, we needed a platform to celebrate women who had succeeded in the industry and to to motivate other women to join the industry. Uh, From those conversations, we had our first GWIC conference in San Francisco in the magnificent ballroom designed by the uh, the renowned architect Julia Hunt Morgan in 2004. At that conference, Jada, we had just about 150 women registered for the conference. And we featured speakers at that conference to talk about uh, the experiences of, of women who have been in the industry and the challenges that they face. Once we finished that first GWIC conference, we, we just 
started a groundswell. And year after year, we found that our audiences were getting larger and larger. So about the year 2012, uh, we reached out to ENR, who, as you know, is, is a leader in the construction industry for, for their magazines and their programs and, and bringing knowledge to the industry. And we were very lucky that uh, we were able to form a partnership with ENR. And since Jan and I have been uh, co-moderating the conferences year after year, and I have to tell you, last year, because of our circumstances with COVID, it was the first year that we were not able to hold our GWIP conference uh, in person. It was an all-virtual conference last year, but I am really excited, and I know Jan is excited for me to say that we had well over 1,000 attendees at our conference last year. Uh, Jan and I enjoyed doing this uh, year, year after year together, and I think last year, in addition to just having the different platform that we had virtually and being incredibly pleased with how the conference turned out, uh, we were really, really excited for the number of women that we had uh, at the conference. And I have to correct myself. I said the number of women, but we'll be talking a bit more about how our attendees at our GWIP conference have expanded, not only in number, but in diversity. So when I say women attendees, that's not entirely correct because I have to tell you, we have women attendees of all diverse groups and our, our attendees who are men are increasing in numbers every year as well. So that's a bit of the history of how GWIT came to be. Perfect, yes indeed. This, this is the 18th year and what an amazing transition from just starting with 150 attendees to over 1,000 attendees, um, of course, um, also maximizing the virtual um, experience that everyone can take part of um, these days is so amazing. Um, so what can participants expect, Jan? Because it sounds like you guys are getting bigger and bigger and better and better each year that you guys do this. Yes, and, and it's not, of course, what's making us get bigger is the content. And I think that one of our, uh, one of our, uh, well, let me just tell you some of the kinds of content that we have on the program this year. Um, as well as, uh, so this, first of all, of course, I should mention the, the panel view from the top, how women industry chiefs are managing for growth and success because your very own Anne McNeil is going to be one of the speakers. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that's, uh, along with Christina Swallow, the director from the Nevada Department of Transportation, and Susan Engel, North American CEO of ERM. So you know Anne well, and uh, I think that's going to be an incredible um, session. We're having a session on building an inclusive workplace. We're having a session on networking for success what social media tells us about the rise of women construction executives. And um, so we've, we've gone for content that, um, you know, soft skills as well as we've had projects described, like we had the, the chief of aviation of the city of Chicago came and talked, talked about the $7 billion airport project one year. We've had 
um, we've had panels about about mentorship, panels about about the difference between mentors and champions, and how you need both. We've had a lots of exploration of pay equity, and um, I don't I don't know, Mindy, can you think of some other some other of the great topics? Jan, there, there's just so many. We we could go on and on with this. Yes. Um, we, we've oh, had technology. Super, yes, thank you. Thank you. Technology, including artificial intelligence uh, and other technology used in the industry. Yes, it sounds like there's more than enough available for everyone to participate in whatever your trade or interest in. And it does sound like you guys have some great content going on. So um, you definitely answered that question on what you can expect um, by attending the GWIT conference. So we're going to just take a quick commercial break and come back with more discussion on how GWIC explores diversity in the industry with Ms. Jan Tuckman and Ms. Mindy Gentile. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. And ABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Yes, and we are back this morning having a special conversation with the women from Groundbreaking Women in Construction, yes, GWIC, and we are discussing their big event that's coming up, their conference that is full of amazing content, so I hope that now that you've returned from this quick commercial break that you were able to jot down um, all of the notes that they are sharing with us. And I just want to thank you ladies again for joining us and sharing your information um, to our members and our different audience listeners because this is valuable resources and I cannot wait to attend um, your conference. So, Mindy, how does GWIC explore diversity in the construction industry? Well, we do that in a number of different ways. But let me talk to you about one of the main ways that we do that. And this has been some data that we have done for the past maybe, uh, Jan, I'm going to say about five years. As we continue to grow and as our attendees continue to show such excitement for our conference and for our program, we opened up our conference to our attendees by requesting that individuals 
or groups of individuals who were interested to bring a topic or a program or a discussion to our conference uh, to submit submissions for our consideration and review. So when we opened that up data and allowed our attendees or, or those who were interested in attending to actually submit to us topics and introduce to us people who were interested to come and talk to us about topics, we found that our program swelled once again with uh, a more diversity of, of people who wanted to come and speak, as well as for topics and so forth. Last year, Jada, I think we had, uh, it was close to 200 submissions that um, Jan and I and other of our committee members from ENR, uh, Deb Rubin and, and, and Andrea and others, my colleague at Picarin Abramson, Jennifer Papantonio, we pour through every single submission carefully and consider whether the topic and, and the speakers that are posed are a good fit for GWIC. And it's really been an interesting way for us to just, like I said, open the, the conference to so many, so many more diverse individuals and, and diverse ideas than we had before we did that. So I think that is one of the ways that we primarily explore diversity, uh, through the, through the industry. And Jada, we welcome um, uh, we welcome NABIC to send submissions uh, next year when we do our program for 2022. Uh, and we, we uh, request submissions from anyone who has information, thoughts, or inspirational ideas uh, that they want to bring to our GWIC attendees. Yeah. Um, Jada, yeah. Uh, Jada, if I mm -hmm. could ch uh, chime in on that subject, I wanted to mention that uh, we recognize that, you know, the diversity of women in construction goes beyond, we are women and, and that's, you know, that's, that's diverse in the construction industry because we are, women are a mine, although not a, really a minority, we are a minority in the, in the construction industry, but, but the inside the women's, um, arena, uh, we, there's, we, we also want to explore other diversity. So we've had panels on women of color and we've had panels on LGBTQ women in, in the industry, uh, or individuals, I should say, in the industry. And we've had, um, and this year we're having a keynote, uh, by a woman who's a, was a Paralympic athlete and became an architect. And she's going to talk about accessibility and the issues of being, of being disabled and, and working in the construction industry. So we're, we're just exploring all of these different kinds of diversity. And one thing we've worked really hard on this year, and I think we're, we're getting there a little more strongly, is to, for the panels themselves to represent diverse individuals. So we'll have, um, uh, someone from, we have a, uh, in each panel, we're trying to be diverse and, and get that benefit of, of those, you know, diverse views. So it's, hey, a, it's, hey, a, Jay, it's a process. 
Yeah, and, and if I could just add to, to what Jan just said, Jada, one thing that we have really been cognizant of over the last several years is that we want to include, we want to increase our diversity at GWIC all the way around. And as we were getting, you know, 500 and 700 and 800 people that were attending our conferences, which was so exciting. And we were very happy to look out and see this gathering of women in construction. But it occurred to us that we need to, to expand our diversity. So we also reached out and we have been very active in pulling men in the construction industry okay. into the GWIP conference as well. We have had panels that have included males, and we even had a panel of all male leaders in the construction industry. You know, what, what we realized is, of course, that men are the majority when, when we think about the construction industry. And, and once we um, embraced the idea of having them be involved in our conference as influencers for, for women in the industry to advance and succeed in their careers, we have just found that uh, our male attendees have grown and that they have become very active supporters for our conference. I, I, I think back on um, one of our conference supporters who said that once his his company became involved and supported GWIC, it, trans, it, it transmitted to their whole company that the company was very serious about their diversity and inclusion program, and he said in a very tangible way that aligned with the priorities of their company. So we like to again, expand into all areas of diversity, and for this purpose, that includes the men, and we've been very successful in increasing our attendance in that way, and we're excited about that. Yes, indeed, and it sounds like you guys are doing an excellent job with um, being very inclusive and providing that diversity in all areas with being so open and, and being very attentive. I'd like to applaud you on that, um, being very attentive and picking up, um, you know, always, always doing it a little bit better. So that is always great, great news. Um, Jan, so, and Mindy, but Jan, first off, with this, because you just here, back and forth, we could just go back and forth all morning um, <laughs> with this discussion because I'm just loving the passion. What has been some of your, you guys' most meaningful experiences um, with GWIC? Because I'm, I'm hearing these amazing speakers. You have great content, and, and then the goals that you guys have set out are just amazing. Well, I will say that the, um, you know, we, we made it, we gave it the, the you know, the, the, the good college try for, a, for an, um, an online event. But the thing that it takes when you say the impactful moments, I think, was standing on the stage out, out in San Francisco a year or two ago and looking out at this sea of women and of some men, of course, um, but this uh, large ballroom of women in construction and they are so excited to be together um, they were just you know like to, just 
to look out and see so many women and like to stand in line. Of course, we had to, this is pretty funny, we had to change over the, um, uh, the men's rooms on that ballroom floor to be ladies' rooms. And, <laughs> and the men had to go to a different floor. And the women would be standing in line in, at the ladies' room, at, or the men's ladies' room, and, and be talking, you know, you'd hear these really, you know, kind of construction conversations like, you know, well, what kind of um, technology did you use on, you know, to install the curtain wall on that? You're doing working on that 30-story building? How, how'd you do that? And, you know, have, they're, they're doing like nutsy, bolsy construction conversations in line at the ladies' room. So it's it just like you just go, yeah, women are making a difference in this industry. So that's what I thought of. Yes, has to be rewarding. And for you? So, Jada, I'll jump in, and answer is very much along the lines of Jan's. I, I have tried to think mm-hmm. of one particular moment to relate to you, but what happens is I get swept up in a sea of memories of really great moments. And so I think to, to kind of summarize all of those, um, first of all, just meeting so many women and men in the construction industry and, and sharing our mutual desire for for education, for advancement, for opportunity, and for innovation uh, to bring uh, diversity and inclusion to the construction industry. Part of my greatest joy is working with the ENR committee and uh, my colleague Jennifer on preparing the GWIP conference every year. We start planning the next year GWIP conference within weeks after we finish <laughs> the prior year's conference. And working with the committee and, and, and now going through the submission process and then meeting potential speakers and, and panelists, it is just, uh, it, it has made my uh, understanding and, and, and uh, love of the construction industry so much richer and deeper. And I have made connections and friends that I never would have made uh, without GWIC. So I think that it's, it's the connection with others in the industry and knowing that we can uh, mutually push each other forward in our careers and, and, and where we want to be as we move forward is really so gratifying, and it's my favorite part about GWIC. <laughs> oh, one, well, one, thank you so one other quick thought. Yes, Jan? I'm sorry. Can I give you one other quick thought? Because I realized I didn't want to make it sound like I was panning the online session. This year we have an amazing new platform, and... Mm-hmm. And it, it has all kinds of networking opportunities. And we do have, we have both small and we have large group sessions, but also smaller group, uh, workshoppy, uh, virtual roundtables to attend. And, um, there's ways to communicate and network and there's some, uh, uh, gamification elements that they're really trying to make it fun for everybody. So I, I, the online thing is going to be good this year. <laughs> Yes, indeed, and you guys are exuding excitement about this conference. I really cannot wait to attend. And, of course, what a special added bonus for NAPWIC members and NAPWIC Nation um, because our very own founder, Ms. Ann McNeil, will be speaking. And, and, yes, Mindy, we can definitely identify with, you know, putting on these 
annual meetings, and as soon as one is over, then you have to start the planning <laughs> of the next of the next one. We have our yes, own. Um, yes, we have our own NAVWIC annual meetings every January, mm. and yes, we just had an amazing annual meeting in Jacksonville. Um, mm. NAVWIC's annual 2021 was in Jacksonville with JTA and some amazing sponsors and work done there. And then our national um, NAVWIC annual meeting, we've already started planning. Of course, it's going to be in Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina, January 2022. So, of course, we hope to see you guys there or participate. I know we will have a, a hybrid-type setup where we will be in person and virtually. So this is such an amazing opportunity and the beginning of a great a great partnership between GWIC and and NABWIC. And and with that being said, you guys have given our members more than enough of exciting things to expect um once attending the conference. So do you want to give us your emails um or how do we go and get more information about the conference and how we can register to attend? Ah, uh, the best way to get all the information about the conference and to register to attend is to visit the website, the ENR website, www.enr.com, and then there's you can go slash groundbreaking women in construction. Uh, or you can, there's a nav bar and there's an events is one of the topics on the nav bar of the homepage of enr.com and you pull down the nav bar event tab and you choose groundbreaking women in construction. Very easy and you'll have the whole program and registration information and you can read about um, previous years and see everything you need to know. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And on top of that, while you're in there registering, registering for the event, go ahead and drop hashtag NABWIC behind your name so they can give you a special shout-out and see that NABWIC Nation is following and taking a part and participating and just as excited about the GWIC conference that, that is coming up, and I just can't wait to to hear some of these speakers. So Mindy and Jan, I feel like we're good friends now. Are we? Uh, we are. are we? I think we are. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I will say, I will say that that, that GWIC is likely to be in person in San, back in San Francisco in May of 22. So I hope I'll meet you in person then. It's not yeah. earlier at the at the NABWIC, at the NABWIC National Conference. Yes, indeed. Hear that, NAPWIC Nation? We will be going to San Francisco in 2022. <laughs> so we can add that on to the schedule. Listen, we love to put on our red shirts and, and travel. <laughs> if we don't do anything else, we love to put on our red shirts, travel, represent, <laughs> and make good trouble. <laughs> yeah. So oh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> yes, indeed. So with that being said, um, are you ready for the hard questions since we are at the top of the interview? Okay. We're ready. Perfect. You've told us how to contact you. Um, you've told us a little bit about the um, 
conference and everything that GWIC is about and what our members and listeners can expect and a little bit about yourself. Just give us a little bit more. Tell us if you could share what is your favorite book that you are reading, an author, or what keeps you motivated and doing what it is that you're doing? I'll jump in first. Um, she stumped me. She stumped me, Jan. So why don't you go first? I'll give you another minute to think. I'll give you another minute to think. I I was one. I was the little girl whose nose was in a book like all day. They my mother had to like throw me outside to play. And I wanted to read, 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 read. And as a grown-up, though, I, um, I, I think maybe it's my eyes. I'm giving that the excuse of my eyes. Um, but I, and I do still, I love science fiction stories, and I do read some of those from time to time. But I'm so mystified by these, you know, by these, by going to Netflix. I'm gonna switch the topic over to Netflix and these amaz- amazing, um, fiction programs or fictionalized or histories and the thing that I'm, I'm watching right now is Atlantic Crossing about what happened to the crown princess of Norway in uh, during the um, during the uh, Nazi occupation of Norway and how she came to America it's an amazing story so that's one thing the other thing I've, re- I've been reading is my husband whose name is Joseph Rasta and is a poet and I was never really into poetry poetry until I married a a poet, and he does write love poems. Yes, he does. And he has a book <laughs> called Swimming the Elements, and you can get it on Amazon. Joseph Rasta, Swimming the Elements, and there's he's just a lovely poet, and I get to read poems that he's scribbling poems, and then I give it to me, and I go, I can't read this. So he reads it to me. But um, I, I love reading my husband's poetry and, and uh, watching amazing movies. Wow, wow, wow. Well, that keeps a happy home indeed. <laughs> I know that has to keep a happy home. And, yes, so, Jan, guys, she does Netflix and chill. That is amazing because we like the same type of movies, Jan. Good things, good things. And, wow, I got to stump Mindy. Mindy, I got you guys. You tied. You did, Jada. You did because – I have to make an admission that makes me sound incredibly boring, uh, but I find that if I have time to read, I'm often reading legal treatises or now that I am so so deep into bringing uh, diversity and inclusion programs to uh, Picard and Abramson, I do a lot of reading on research and white papers in that area. But there is one that comes to my mind that I did read recently, Jada, and that was uh, Becoming, Michelle Obama's book. Uh, mm. I find her to be such an inspirational woman. And uh, so, yes, I, I took a dive into her book, and I am certainly glad that I did. So thank you, Jan, for giving me just a little bit of time to regroup on that. So other <laughs> than my legal another, that is the book that I have to report to you, Jada. Well, thank you so much. Becoming is a great book. We all love Michelle Obama. And, of course, like mm-hmm. you just pointed out, stay up on, stay up to date on those AIA documents. Hey, you got to mm-hmm. <laughs> pay attention exactly. to the business that pays you. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. 
Well, guys, it has been an amazing show, Miss Jan and Miss Mindy, and I just want to thank you guys so much for coming on NAPWIC Talks and blessing us with this special show to speak on GWIC and GWIC's conference and the new friendship and partnership between between GWIC and NAPWIC, the National Association <laughs> of Black Women in Construction and the groundbreaking Women in Construction organization. And, of course, I just have to put my air quotes up. Both organizations, <laughs> though we say women, we are for everyone. We both mm -hmm. have our male members, okay? So, yes, mm -hmm. you can continue to join us at both of our different conferences and listening in to NAPWIC Talks. So thank you for joining us this morning, and you already know you can find us every Wednesday morning on NABWIC Talks at 8.30 a.m. But thank you for joining us for this special NABWIC Talks with GWIC episode. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.